You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Animals talk to us every day in many ways, especially the animals that live with us. Have you ever wondered if your pet could speak? What would they tell us? Join pet communicator Erica Alexander as Pet Life Radio presents When Animals Speak. You'll learn how to enhance your life with your pets and expand your knowledge. When animals speak, it helps us align with intimate wisdom of animals for insight and self-knowledge. Now, step inside the mind of your pet with your host, Erica Alexander. Welcome to When Animals Speak on PetLifeRadio.com. I am your host, Erica Alexander, an animal communicator. Thank you for joining us today. Gus, a pedigree Chinese crested from St. Petersburg, Florida, won the 2008 World's Ugliest Dog Contest held at Sonoma Marin Fair in Petaluma, California. Gus won top pedigree and beat out the past ring of champions to take home the grand prize. A one-eyed, three-legged, hairless Chinese crested with skin cancer turned out to be the winning combination. The owners see this event not as cruel, but as a way to celebrate their unusual dogs. So let's welcome Janine and Gus. Hello, Janine. Hello. Hi, good morning. Well, you know what? Yes. Did Gus win any prizes? Gus won $1,600 in prize money, as well as two huge trophies. Oh, <laughs> how nice. What are you going to do with the money? Does Gus well, get to go shopping? No, no. Uh, unfortunately, Gus still has cancer, and we're going to use the prize money to go towards his radiation treatment that oh. he needs for his, for his leg. Oh, so good. It was wonderful to, to receive the funds and know that we can afford to get the treatment for him. Oh, I think that is great. I understand you're going to also be on Animal Planet. What was that experience like? Well, Gus was quite the trooper for the the shooting for the Animal Planet special that they're doing. He um, looks like he enjoyed it, from what I can see. Yes, definitely. He he uh, fit right in as an animal actor. <laughs> Is he going to have a career? Well, I don't know. You know, if, if uh, Hollywood calls, we'll go. <laughs> Then I'll be able to meet you. You come out here. I live in California. The yeah, show's in Florida, but I'm in California. There you go. Mm. It's going to air in October. I'm not sure of the exact date, but it'll be uh, in October. I was mentioning that, so if any of the listeners wanted to seek us. Yep, he'll be there with his uh, with his competitors. and should be quite the show. Oh, so you're saying they taped the whole show. Because and, and then they came to your house. I didn't know they taped the whole show. I didn't. I wasn't clear. They, if they, they, tape, they tape the contest and then they um, do individual little pieces on um, the winner and a couple other uh, okay. the dogs. I just so, wanted. Yeah, it'll be it'll be the whole show like uh, a regular dog show. We'll be showing it. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to clarify. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's like a regular dog show, only uh, you know for our special buddies. Yeah. Well, let's see what Gus thinks about his new title. What do you think? 
Did you have any questions for Gus? Well, um, Gus was extremely mellow during the whole contest. As a matter of fact, he fell asleep right before the time we were supposed to go on stage, and I was just kind of wondering what what he thought about that, why he was so mellow. Did he think he had beat out all the competition already? I was worried for him. Yeah. <laughs> As a mother would be. <laughs> right. He was sleeping like a baby. <laughs> He was sleeping like a baby, but actually uh, he was not as mellow as you thought. He was so nervous that he thought oh. if he went to sleep, he wouldn't have to deal with it. He didn't have oh, to see anyone or deal with anyone. I'm going to close my eyes and it'll all be gone. <laughs> oh, so it was a defense mechanism for him, huh? Yeah. That's what I see. It's kind of like us. Sometimes we'll just go throw ourselves in bed. <laughs> or we don't want to get up and we don't want to deal with something. There you go. Hmm. Well, he did great once he got on stage. So. That's what I was going to say. Once he was on stage, he did like the attention. And did they start clapping? Oh, yeah. And they started chanting. Uh, I, I did not see the show, but that's what I saw. They started clapping. And that got him very excited and very happy and he and he said to himself oh this isn't what i thought <laughs> and maybe then he, he thought, had fun maybe he thought he was going to the vet or something i don't know oh no he didn't think that i did not actually see this anywhere it was a little pop-up on aol said the ugliest oh. dog contest so i i didn't actually haven't actually seen him or or the contest or anything that transpired but i like i said i do see that he they started clapping and that's when everything changed for him and he was happy excellent that's when he had fun good i'm going to ask him what he thinks of his his new title of the ugliest dog he says not bad He said, "If he said this is not bad at all, if this is the way I'm going to be treated, he goes, I had so much fun and attention. He goes, I don't care. He goes, I'm happy because he calls you his mother. He says, my mother treats me so wonderful and I have such a wonderful life and home that that names, it's just a name. I do want to mention, though, a lot of animals do know when you're criticizing, talking about them, not saying something very nice, calling them names, calling them stupid, that they do know that and it does bother them. You know, people think that they Uh don't know, but it does, and they do. But he's fine with it because he he says, I'm not taking it on personally, (laughs) you know. Good, because I, I wouldn't want him to feel that. No, he doesn't feel that way, and he's very happy. He said that he's very loved by you and that you're kissing him all the time, that you hold him and kiss him. Yep, that's pretty much the dog's life. So. <laughs> oh, well, that's not bad. He said that you mentioned that he needs surgery, and he it said... Hmm? Radiation, yeah. Oh, he's calling it surgery. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm going to bring this up just because we're giving him the opportunity to speak. I'm repeating what he's saying. And okay. he he's just saying to you, Mom, I'm, I'm going to be okay. And no matter what okay. happens, I love you. And you did the best. You did everything that you could. Well, thank you. I want him to get his opportunity to get his two cents worth in. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. He says you have, do you have another dog in the family? Uh, yes, we have a little Chihuahua Manchester Terrier named Buttons. He's, he's talking about that dog, and he says that if something, whenever in the future happens, that he, he wants to make sure that if you're grieving or so upset that you pay attention to that dog because he loves that dog very much. They love each other, and he wants to make sure that that dog's okay because he said that's the dog that's still going to be here. Don't worry about him. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's concerned. He's concerned about the other dog. What's the other dog's name? Buttons. Oh, that's cute. It's <laughs> Buttons is little dog, right? Yeah, yeah, they're they're uh, they're little buddies. What's I he both say about see the him cat? as little dogs. Hmm. And what does he say about the cat? He doesn't say anything about the cat. He says he's just worried about the little dog because he knows that the other dog is going to have be sad, be sad. and the other dog is telling me that that. Uh, and I can understand why this dog's saying this because this is a lot of people's instinct. Let me go get another pet right away to replace. Well, this dog's saying there's going to be no replacement for Gus because Gus is wonderful and he loves Gus. And he doesn't want another dog to replace or have to deal. His words are, I don't want to have to deal with another dog. Oh, he just wants to be top dog. No, it isn't that he's top dog. Uh, the ex- I get a specific examples, and so say if I were doing a reading for you. The example is, is y- you're married? No. Oh, no. No, no. No, you're not married, but if you were, that's my preface. I don't, I don't think that you were. But if you were and you were married to your husband and he passed away, would two days later you just say, hey, here's another man? Right, right. It, it it isn't the same, and he's saying it's the same thing that he doesn't want a replacement for a dog. It has nothing to do with. He says I want to emphasize ego it has nothing to do with my ego, but I want time to be alone and grieve. And Gus' spirit will stay around him and you yeah. for a while. So he. He doesn't want to have to deal with say if it's a puppy if they're coming around. He says it's going to bother him. Okay. You know. Well, we'll be sure to keep and I'm not going. and I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you what they say. You know. Right. So, so it's right. a, I mean, if someone walks up to you the next day and hands you a puppy here, well, then there you go. But no, no, Gus and I are definitely definitely tight, and there's no replacing him. Exactly, and the the bond is so strong that you'll you'll need some time. I know that there are a lot of animals out there that need a home, but you always need a little bit of time, you know, to adjust and, and grieve, so that you can give your full attention to the new dog that came into the house, or whichever <laughs> animal, dog, cat, pet, turtle. <laughs> <laughs> When I was talking to you before, you said something like, you said, uh, before it was Gus and us, and now with all of this attention. Yeah, it's uh, it's more than just Gus and us now. We've been able to share them with the whole world. Mm-hmm. The Associated Press picked up the, the contest, and we were all over um, the newspapers all over the world. So it's nice to be able to share our dog and our bond with everyone and also our story. And that's where I found you. And now I'm sharing even more. <laughs> so I want to thank you. Well, we'll be right back to speak to Rain, who was adopted from a homeless person, and Cody after these commercial breaks. So thank you for joining us, Janine. Thank you. 
time to communicate with our sponsors. When animals speak, we'll be right back. Pick up something unique at a Bone to Pick dog boutique. A Bone to Pick has cool hip fashions for big and small dogs that will have their tails wagging in style. Cat products too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Check out our eco-friendly pet products and gifts for humans too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Get your pet's mouth watering monthly with our Gourmet Treat of the Month Club. And join a Bone to Pick's free birthday club for your puppy. A-B-O-N-E. Dash to dash P-I-C-K dot com. Pick up something special for your best friend at a bone to pick. A B O N E dash to dash P-I-C-K dot com. Get 10% off with coupon code PetLife. Got a cool cat. Got a cool cat. Got a cool cat. Do you have a cool cat in the house? Well, of course I do. Got a camera? Then take a quick pick of your cool cat and enter the Pet Life Radio Cool Cat Contest. Pet Life Radio is partnering with Morris and Nine Lives to give you the chance to win a really cool cat care kit. Get a Nine Lives Play and Scratch Play Post, Nine Lives Woolly Cat Bed, Nine Lives Food Bowl, Morris Play Spinners, and much, much more. You'll also get an autographed copy of Pet Edutainer Arden Moore's new book, Happy Cat, Happy You. Everybody gets a chance to vote, and the top five coolest cats win an awesome cool cat care kit from Pet Life Radio and Nine Lives. To enter, just go to the PetLifeRadio.com website or CoolCatContest.com. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your paranormal pet's ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Is your pet thinking you should order that great product you just heard about? Find out now when Animal Speak is back. You're listening to When Animals Speak, and we have Sabrina and her two dogs, Buzz and Rain. Hello, Sabrina. Hello. Nice to talk to you today. Thanks for calling in. No problem. Here with Buzz and Rain. They're just kind of hanging out and snacking. Oh, (laughs) what are they snacking on? Playing with treats, uh, little rawhides, and Rain's rolling hers around, and Buzz is actually sleeping on his or laying on his. Oh, isn't that like a little pee in the mattress there? Right. <laughs> I think so, but he likes it. Oh, he's hiding it under, he's protecting it so she doesn't get it while he's sleeping? Probably the case, probably the case. Mm-hmm. He's smart. Um, I'm wondering, with that said, 
um, Buzz and Rain are relatively new brethren, and I often wonder because Rain is she's still a puppy, but when we got her, I actually got her from a homeless couple on the street. And um, Rain had a few siblings, and they were in a grocery cart, and she kind of jumped out like, pick me, pick me. I don't know what you want, but pick me anyway. Probably more like, save me, save me. Yeah, probably. Um, So I went ahead and chose her. She was the only brown and white of the black and white others. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes wonder if she... um, misses or regrets or if anything from, you know, being a grocery cart puppy. She was eight weeks, nine weeks at the time when I got her, but that was time enough to develop apparently some habits. Or, or I'm not sure if she um, kind of lives in the past at times or if that affected her at all. I, I, I see that it's just because she didn't have any training, you know, obedience mm-hmm. or any type training, not that uh, she had picked up any habits. And I was going to say before you said, I saw that they had a dog and then they had a litter, so they kept them, and that's why you saw the four dogs. But uh, as far as you asking, is she happy and glad, she's ecstatic is the word that she's telling me. That's why she jumped out. It was more like save me, take me. You know, she felt it was a rough life, and I'm sure anyone can agree if you're picturing people, you know, living on the street trying to make it from day to day, and they were doing the best that they could to take care of the pets and to feed them along with themselves. So, and it is hard when I could see that they weren't putting the puppies down. Where can they put them down to play? They were so afraid that someone would take them or they'd scamper off and that they would have to leave their cart and then maybe someone would take something from their cart. So pretty much those those poor little puppies were just in the cart 24-7 and what kind of life is that? So no, she is very happy. I see that you're at home most of the time so she's getting a uh great deal of attention and love and things she never had just like the treats that you mentioned something that that unfortunately they were unable to afford and so she has a much wonderful life and I just want to say to you thank you it was so great that you took her in and helped them out you know uh, these people feel very grateful because it was a little bit less of a burden on them trying to survive and peace of mind knowing that she's taken care of and you were so great when you were speaking to them and uh, they now they don't have any guilt worrying about having to take care of these puppies. And I have to say... I think it's nice of them also instead of saying they had an unexpected litter of puppies and dumping them or taken to the shelter that they're doing everything that they can. So, you know, kudos to them also. Oh, good. (laughs) I just want to make sure that she's happy and she seems happy enough that she's jumped on me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they know when I'm speaking to them. Uh animals speak i speak spirit to spirit so although they're not on the one the one on the phone it is them that i'm talking to 
you know, so <sighs> that was wonderful of you, and I want to thank you very much for calling. Oh, no problem. Oh, you have something to say, too? <laughs> he threw in, he, that's what he said, he threw in a thank you. <laughs> so that was yeah. very sweet. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. I have a thought of the day. For homeless animals, this is not a concern. But clients call me when they cannot figure out what is causing a pet to become sick and or to start vomiting. Consider the cleaning products or insecticides that you or your house cleaner use. Pets lick themselves, ingesting any residue on their paws or furs. So please use natural products. Vinegar comes to mind. If it will kill an insect, it will kill a pet or a human. This is from Adrian Brundridge in Texas, a known entomologist. Time to communicate with our sponsors. When animals speak, we'll be right back. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Fluff your feathers, roll out your tongue, shine your fins, snap on your leashes, and grab your human. It's the Louisville Pet Lovers Expo. Two full days of pet-tastic fun that no pet lover should miss. Join us for shopping, the Barks and Couture Fashion Show, Dream Pet Wedding, Ultimate Pet Makeover, Pet Communicator, Rescue Me Pet Adoption, Service Dog Demonstration, and tons of fun contests. Bring your pets and join us at the Louisville Pet Lovers Expo, Saturday, September 27th, and Sunday, September 28th, at the Kentucky Expo Center. For more information, go to LouisvillePetExpo.com. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, Consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. 
Is your pet thinking you should order that great product you just heard about? Find out now when Animal Speak is back. Well, today we're talking to Lori. Hello, Lori. Hello. Oh, how are you? Oh, it's hot here. Oh, <laughs> I think we're all melting across the country today. I think so. Oh. <laughs> that global warming they're all talking about. Yeah. Well, I understand you. This is true. I understand you have a question about one of your horses. Yes, I, I bought a horse for my daughter this last year, and she's 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 eight years old this year, and she was only broke as a two-year-old for like thirty days, and then she sat in a stall for five years. Oh, how sad. Yeah, and we came along, and she's a very well-bred horse, and she's absolutely beautiful and would be perfect for my daughter to um, train and show on, but she's just She's got some personality quirks. problems. Oh, quirks. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you were standing in a stall or a closet for five years, I think you'd have a few hang-ups yourself. Yeah, and some of them seem to be getting worse. Oh. While some others seem to be getting better. It looks to me like she's not totally adjusting to the outside world uh, as well. Hmm. What specifically is it that that she is doing or not doing or that you'd like to know about? Well, her her name's Ruby. She, whenever I take her away from my other horses, she absolutely throws a fit. Although I can take her up and ride her and she'll she'll try to work hard and do what she's asked, but her mind is never far away from them. And, and we took her to a horse show and we had to put her in a box stall. I have her in an open corral, and she just destroyed the stall. She broke out of it, broke through the stall door. Okay, and so over the showgrounds. And so <laughs> I made that comment, and I was actually just joking that she isn't adjusting to the outside world. But when I when I look at it, actually, what it is when you say that she's thinking about the other horses or when she's away from them, actually. It's because she was cooped up for so many years. Mm-hmm. She is enjoying the company and, and you know, talking to the other horses. And, and she's she has abandonment issues and she doesn't want to be alone again. She still does feel at times that she could go back to where she was. She doesn't know. You're, you're going to have to... M- Talk to her and tell her, say it out loud, start talking to her, let her know that she's not going back to that environment or where she used to live. And when you closed her up again, when you took her, then it brought her back to where she was when she was confined for five years. Mm-hmm. So that's why she had such a hard time, understandably so. I turned her loose in, in like an arena to play with all my horses. Mm-hmm. And she's very attached to this pony I have. Um, but then other times she'll be there, like, when I'm feeding everybody in their stalls and they're outside waiting to come back in to eat their food, she gets very, very aggressive mm-hmm. and goes after the other horses and tries to hurt them. She hasn't had to share her food. It's two different things, animal instinct of survival of, of having my food versus company. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, she'll just go from one state of mind to to the next. Maybe from our point of view, but if you look at 
her point of view. You say that she was cooped up for five years, so mm-hmm. she wasn't sharing her food. You can see the... Uh, she's not sharing it now. Right. You know? I mean, because they all get fed in their own stalls, but when they're together, you know, away from their stalls and they see me going to put the food in their stalls, mm-hmm. you know, that's when she gets really aggressive. So it's in an area to where she is out of her stall? Yeah. That's what I see, that she's out of her stall. When she's out of her stall, she knows that when I'm in my stall, no one else, none of the other horses can get to her food. Mm -hmm. It's confined in her stall for her. When she is out of her stall, then she feels that then others are accessible to her food. Okay, not necessarily her friends that are with her at the moment, just right. anybody. Right, just anybody by. is accessible. And or I've also seen that you have brought treats for the other horses, maybe an apple or some things, and you give it to them, whereas then she'd prefer, of course, for her. It's hers. And You're her. Because I cheat at that very end stall, uh-huh. and my other horses are at the very front next to each other, so sometimes I don't walk all the way down there to give her a treat. Oh, and she that's what's upsetting her, because she sees you passing out treats, yeah. and then she doesn't get and or she's last, and, you know, where she feels she's hurt. People don't realize that, that animals get hurt or know those. They think they don't know those things, and they do, as you're very well aware of. And um, so she's upset when you're passing out the treats and she doesn't get one or she's not first. And she feels that if you're passing out treats and say you put her out in the stall where I see that you board her and there's other horses, then she thinks that everything that you have is hers, for should be for her versus the others that are not family, the ones, the, the ones that you take care of that are yours. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and also, um, I wanted to ask you, can she tell you how she feels about being ridden and what she remembers about when she was first broke to ride? Now, that's two separate questions. To okay. be ridden, like meaning now when you ride right. her or, right. or and or also when she was broke and ridden before? Uh, yeah, because I'm curious to, to know what kind of an experience it was when she was first trained just for a very short time, you know, a month, and then brought back all these years later, and now we're working her, and of course, I ride her, and my 10-year-old daughter rides her, so she's got two separate people on her back, too. That's what I was going to say. She's aware of how you treat her, the difference versus the first person that broke her. The person that broke her had a very different mindset as you can tell, which is very apparent by that person just placing her for five years in a stall, you know, in one place to stand versus you where you're you're very conscious and loving to your animals and, you know, you take them out and ride them, bring them treats, let them run, you know, very two different worlds and she knows it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when you bring your daughter into play, she doesn't have... Take the care that you did, the knowledge 
or mm-hmm. or the care that you do, it's different. She kind of just gets on and rides. Okay, I'm going to ride. Yeah, she, she does. <laughs> yeah, just gets on and rides. And, you know, she knows very much that you take care of her and she feels the love. And she she loves how much she's now getting of mm-hmm. freedom and treats and food. And, and also she says, don't forget medical care. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, just totally taken care of in the love. And she wants to stay with you. Are you considering... Uh, finding another home for you. She thinks that she is, and I don't know if that's what you are thinking or if it's... One, we did have one person look at her for like $12,000 because uh-huh. a lady just came along that was looking for something like her. It upset her a great deal. Yeah. Because we're not they, going to tell her we're not, we're not going to sell her now. I will tell her, and you need to tell her. It's very important that when people talk to their animals, they talk, the animals can then, animals uh, read the pictures when we talk, there's pictures, they read those pictures and they can see it, and they have to hear it more than one time, just like us sometimes, we're doing something and it's, you know, goes out of our head. It's especially something so strongly ingrained as, as abandonment or abuse, and, uh, you know, it takes a while just as it does for people to get over that, if ever. And so uh, when that happened and she thought you were going to give her away, she, again, she doesn't know what environment she's going in. Will it be loving as she has had or will it be abusive like before? Thank you very, very much. You are so welcome. Very helpful. Thank you. I would like to thank all my guests today. Janine, Sabrina, and Lori, along with my wonderful producer at PetLifeRadio.com. If you would like to seek us, look for him on Animal Planet. Sabrina, thank you so much for adopting instead of shopping. Pun intended. Rain was discovered in a shopping cart. If you would like transcripts of this show, go to PetLifeRadio.com. If you would like a private consultation to find out what your pet would say if they could speak, my website is WhenAnimalsSpeak.com. I also do private consultations for people and those on the other side. Warm wishes and purse to you. Animals talk to us every day in many ways, especially the animals that live with us. Have you ever wondered if your pet could speak? What would they tell us? Join pet communicator Erica Alexander as Pet Life Radio presents When Animals Speak. Step inside the mind of your pet on When Animals Speak. Every week on demand in iTunes and on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>